0: Shri Guru Charan Saroj Raja Nijman Mukar Sudhari Barnaurag Barbhe Malajasu Jodhaya Kufal Buddhi Hina Tanu Jani Ke Suddho Pavan Kumar Balbuddhi Vidyadehu Muhe Harahu Kalesh Vikaar जय हनुमान ज्ञान गुन सागर जय कपीष्ठिहु लोक उजागर राम दूत अतुलित बल धामा अनजनी पुत्र पवन सुतनाम विक्रम बजरंगी कुमति निवारि सुमति के संगी कंजन परन विराज सुवेशा कानन कुंडल कुंचित केशा हाथ ब्रज ओदाजा बिराजे कांधे मुंज जने हु साजे संकर सुवन केशरी नंदन तेज प्रताप महाजगबंदन विद्यावान गुणी अतिचातुर राम काज बिरबे को आतुर प्रभु चरित्र सुनिबे को रसिया राम लखन सीता मनवसय सूक्ष्म रूप दर्शियहि दिखावा रूप लंक जराव असुर सहारे रामचंद्र के काज सवारे लाय सजीवन श्री रघुबीर बहुत तो मम प्रिय भारत आई सम भाई सहसबदन कंठ लगावे संकादिक ब्रह्मादि मुनीसा नारद सारद सहित अहिसा जम् कुबेर दिगपाल जहाते कविको भेद कहि सके कहते तुप पुकार सुग्रीवहि कीदा राम मिलाए राजपद दीना मंत्र माना लंकेश्वर सब जग जाना सहस तर जो जन परभान लील्यो ताहि मधुर फल जानु प्रभु मदृका मलि मुख माहि जलदि लागी गए दुर्गम काज जगत के सुगम राम आज्ञा सब सो तुम्हारी तुम रक्षक तीनों लोक हाकते कापे भूत पिशाच निकट नहीं आवे महावीर जब नाम सुनावे नासे रोग हरे सब पीरा जपत रंतर हनुमत बीरा संकट ते हनुमान छुडावे मन क्रम वचन ध्यान जोलावे सब पर राम तपस्वी राजा तिनके काज सकल तुम सा Or Manorat joko ilavi, so we amit jivana falapavi, charu joga parata patumara, Par parsit jagat ujiara, sadu santa ketum rakavari, asura Nikandana rama dolari, ashta sedinoni di kedata, asabar dinajane Mata, rama rasayana tumari vasa. तुमरे भजन राम को पावे जनम जनम के दुख बिसरावे अंत काल रघुबर पुर जाई जहाँ जनमहरी भक्त कहाई और देवता चित्तन धरही हनुमत से ही सर्व सुख करही संकट कटे मिटे सब पीरा जो सुबिरे हनुमत बलबीरा जय 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 हनुमान गोसाई Krapaka karahu deva kinai, Jo satvaar paant kar koi, Chhootai bandhi mahasuk Joya padhe chalisa, Hoya sithi
1: saki gauri sa,
0: Tulsi dasa sadari chera, Ki jay natahe de mahadera, Pavanthane Mangala moorati roop, Rāma lakhan sītā sahit ridaiva so surbhūp siyāvar rāma chandra ki jai pavana sut deva ki jai bulu ribhai Now, there was an examination going on and uh, what they had done was they had assigned different question papers, like four, five sets of question papers so that the students don't cheat. So the teacher was handing out the question paper, different sets to different <coughs> students and one student suddenly got up, he ran to the teacher in a small class. Not many children were there, so the teacher was like, Okay, fine, as soon as the exam is done, I'll mark and I'll tell them. So the child came and he said, Sir, can I please have another question paper? Now the teacher said, Sure, you can have another question paper. He took the other question paper and he started perspiring. He said, the first question paper, I did not know anything. Now the second question paper also, I do not know much in it. So he looked at his teacher and said, Please, can I have the third set? The teacher said okay fine. He looked at the third set and he was like my goodness I know only one answer. How come? So he told the teacher please can I just choose myself one question paper from the set. Now he started looking through all the different different sets and he started sweating when the teacher said don't worry. Whatever question paper is there in your hand take it and go sit down child looked at the teacher. He said, okay. He took the question paper. He went and he sat down. And the teacher came, the professor came and he put a B grade on it and circled it. The minute he put the B grade, the student sitting next to him said, sir, that's not fair. He mostly does not know much and you have already given him a B grade before he started answering the questions. Now the teacher justified himself by saying, see, he definitely knows something he has been looking for the questions for which he knows the answers. So that means he has studied and there is something, that means definitely there is something inside him he has put in that effort and it's okay. Let me give him the B because of the effort, because he knows something. He is looking for those sets of questions to which he knows the answers to. Don't we all do the same thing? Don't we all always do the same thing? How do we do it? We all have a preconceived notion. We all know something. Whether you are sitting in a satsang or whether you are sitting anywhere else, there is certain amount of information in your mind. Right? And okay, after so many years, that information is the truth. You think that is the truth. Anything beyond that information, You don't want to know, right? You don't know. But for that information, wherever you sit, you start looking for those things only, those verification things to verify what you already know. And if somebody goes on to tell you something which is not there in your information set, you deny it, you reject it immediately. Many times it happens in the satsangs also, right? When you are sitting there, After the session, you'll say, I got all my answers. Did you actually get all your answers? Or you were looking for only those, that information which you wanted to know. Baki you were just ignoring. You were just letting it go. You had certain things. Mm -hmm. So whenever we come and we sit around, we have certain information in our mind and we try to delve into different things based on only that. Beyond that, we are not receptive. Beyond that, we don't take anything inside. Doesn't it normally happen to us? Just think. Doesn't it happen? But we
2: can't really afford to ignore anything in between because then we will lose the track. So in order to know what we have come to listen to, we have to listen
0: to the entire thing. But many a times, we always come with a particular thing in mind. Wherever you go, you have that in mind and especially in spirituality. You know so much already that okay, this is the entire gamut of things and anything beyond that it takes a lot of time to accept. For a Advaiti, Advaita is very difficult to accept. For a dvaiti or Advaiti, Vashishta Advaita is very difficult to accept because they already have that knowledge in their mind. And breaking that is difficult. So the teacher over here is saying he knows something for sure. he is sat here blank. The knowledge is there. Let's credit him for that knowledge which is already there. But won't it be so beautiful if we leave whatever we have with us and be receptive and sit with an open mind to accept and take whatever is being taught. Wherever we are, in whatever situation. Would it not be better? Sure. Yeah. Would it not be better? Then only can you learn, right? Otherwise, you're only looking for something to justify what you already know. Think about it. It's a very deep thing. I was listening to Om Swami and he quoted this example and I said, it's true. In Bhagavatam also, from the beginning, they have been saying, first kant is the Adhikari right? In the Adhikari Skanth, who is actually eligible to listen to the Bhagavatam? They did not even start the Bhagavatam for a very long time. So they were looking at the Adhikari Skanth. And they gave us so many stories of various people as to when you become an Adhikari of Bhagavatam. Then the second book dealt with the Sadhana Skant. Isn't it? Sadhana may they said if you cannot do any other Sadhana, focus on Shravana. What is shravanam? Is only hearing? Only listening? Shravanam, the true amount. Why is Shravan called a sadhana? Why can how can Shravan just listening and hearing become a sadhana? The entire book 2 is a sadhana skant. And in which it is saying, may shravan become your sadhana. When you're sitting for Bhagavatam, make shravanam your sadhana. Why? again for the same reason here we are selectively receptive we are not doing shravanam we are listening, we are hearing very superficially we just whatever we want we will take it in whatever we don't want we will take it out and the manan element it is by choice if it really goes in you cannot not do manan on it it cannot not affect you. So when Shravan becomes a Sadhana, it has to make a difference. Till it is not actually shaking you, you are not doing Shravan at all. So that is the Sadhana's gun where it says Shravan karo. Because till you start doing Shravan, you cannot move into the Bhagavatam. So first they say Adhikari banu, Then they said Shravan karo. Learn how to do Shravan. It is an art. When we say, no, Shravanam, there are the nine forms of bhakti. Usme, when they are talking about Shravanam, it is a very elevated form. It is not just you know, listening, listening to answer, listening to analyze, listening to judge. No. Listening to assimilate, listening to take it in. Every bit of it, kahi se na Not rejecting while we are listening. So much of mental turmoil goes when you are listening, isn't it? All because of this set of answers which we know for which we are looking for the questions. Ki hai, ab iske liye let's get justification. So they said, no, learn how to do Shravanam first. Otherwise, it will be a waste of time. Then they start with creation, isn't it? Now the knowledge of creation which we all have, is also based on our own understanding. Right? There was this man who had gone to India for the very, very first time. And he had gone to the village first time and a person was escorting him through those small little lanes in the village. And then he saw that there were brown, round paths on the wall. Now he said, this village is so beautiful, so clean, so small, such narrow roads, such small houses. But what is this? That round brown thing on every wall. And he turned to his guide, his friend. He said, what is this? He said, oh, that, that is cow dung. He said, cow dung? He said, yes, that is all cow dung. Now... He was amazed. He had never seen anything like this in his whole life. So he was like, really? And then the friend looked at him and he was very amazed, right? So the friend said, Isko kya pata hoga why we use this? You know, what is the use? So let me ask him. He said, if you are able to tell me, what is the use of this thing? I'll give you 10 rupees. Now this man kept looking and looking. It was so odd. He said, Leave that ten rupees and the ewes. I will give you ten thousand rupees if you tell me how the cow went up on the wall. How did the cow went up on the wall? He could not even imagine, you know, he was who could not imagine that somebody would take that gober, the potty of the cow, and nicely with joy flap it and put it on the wall. He could not imagine. He said, first you tell me, how did that cow go on that wall? My God. Amazing, isn't it? And don't we all want to know, how did that cow go on the wall? If we had not known, we would also want to know. True. Amazed. But over here, We don't think that the cow can go on the wall because we know, right? When we read the scriptures, when we are listening to satsangs, when we are looking at books, when we are looking at gurus, we always stand at awe and say, wow, such beautiful knowledge. Amazing, isn't it? And then what happens is, Everybody is a part of a sect now. We are used to it, forming boundaries. You know, even God ke naam, may be not only religious boundaries, within religion also we have boundaries. Okay, this is Swami Narayan ka sect, this is Iska sect, this is Uska sect, I belong to this sect, I am an art of living person, I am a mission person. So we have formed boundaries. And then we follow our gurus. Take care. We listen to our gurus, very good. And then we become so rigid. ...about what he is teaching, that anything beyond here and there which is being said, we refuse to accept. But then, if you look a little bit deeper, even into the scriptures, even into the Guru's lectures, you will see him very often quoting... They will quote from one scripture, one scripture will quote from another scripture, another scripture will quote from another scripture, one guru will quote from that guru. They are all actually quoting from this point to that point, to that point, to that point. Isn't it? Even in, in, even in this Ismai Hali Vata, that from here we have taken, from there we have taken. It is a quotation. Most of the time they are quoting. If a guru is speaking, he is quoting. From the book. If the scripture is speaking, it is quoting from another scripture. And what happens to us? We say, This is it. We don't realize that everybody has taken that and put it on the wall. And it has become an entire thing. We take it as it is, we become rigid, non flexible. This is ketana na ki that's it. Thinking that it was the cow which went up, it was a divine which came and he has said everything, paththar ki But actually, it is quoted. Now there are certain few people who look at whatever is being said. They don't become rigid. They're very flexible. They go around from everything which is being said, knowing that that person, that guru, has churned it, has churned it, probably has experienced it, and he has put it there. Another guru, he has his own experience, he has churned it, he has experienced it, and there it goes on the wall. They all, different, different people, have come and put it on the wall but we take it as God's words and we stop at that and you know what happens when we do that we stop the irony is we rob ourselves from getting an experience because we feel experience aisa hi ho sakta hai we say this is it If he has experienced this, I will also experience the same thing. There is nothing beyond it. We close. And then what do we start doing? We start looking for a similar experience. We close everything else. If anything is deviating from that, it is wrong. No, back. But we don't understand that everybody has come and shared their experiences. It is not the cow who has gone up. Every guru is talking about his experience. Every scripture is sharing an experience. Everybody is quoting an experience. But if you become rigid and say this is the only experience, how will you experience? You're a different person. You're a different personality. Now why, if you look at gurus giving, when they are talking in a satsang, you study their background okay, and then listen to them. So many times their examples will be driven by their experiences. Now today the two examples which I have quoted are from Om Swami. Now Om Swami is a young enlightened soul who was brought up up abroad.
3: Guy like,
0: you know, big boss, no, he is Om Swami and he, he is like, he is elevated, yes, but when he talks, he says when a foreign person came to India and this is what he saw, his vision is directed by his experience, his environment. They will quote, if you listen to Gurudev, he was, has been a journalist. His examples, his quotations would be from his experience in the life. But that does not mean that is the only experience. That does not mean God himself has spoken. In our scriptures, we always see there are so many, as many people, that many gods. Before the population was so much, so that many gods. Because everybody's experience is going to be different. So when you do this, and you start thinking that God went up the wall, the cow went up the wall, you're robbing yourself of having any experience whatsoever. Gurus give you their experience. Okay, this is what I went through. This is what my journey was all about. They tell you it is possible. I've experienced this. Why don't you begin your journey? The only hope that they are giving is, it is possible to experience. But what we say is, no. That is the experience. Be very careful. If you do that, finish. Your journey will never start. Because no two people can have a similar experience. Very rare. That end is the same. It's a very jovial story. We have heard it all and we can take it from that perspective also, that three, four people were on the boat and they were in, you know, it was, the boat was about to sink. One was a Muslim, one was a Hindu, one was a Sikh and one was a Sai. Muslim, now there are a lot of divisions, assuming that they say Allah, so Allah Malik, Allah came, took him, Sikh, Guru, Guru came, took him, Isai? Jesus, Jesus came, took him. But this Hindu guy who was sitting there, he started praying. He prayed to Ganpati, did not have the patience. Ganpati did not come. He prayed to Ram, did not have the patience. Again he prayed to Vishnu, maybe Vishnu is bigger, did not have the patience. He prayed to Krishna, maybe Krishna is bigger. By that time the boat sank. He drowned. He went directly to heaven. And he said, where is, where are all of you? Come here. So they came. Ma'am, they did not come. Where are all of you? I don't want to know whether I'm going to heaven, whether I'm going to hell. What is going to happen to me, I do not know. There are so many of you. And I called. Nobody came. Now the divine light answered. He said, when you said Ganesh, bliss. I said, okay, if that... Ocean, that wave wants me to come as Ganesh. I'll come as Ganesh. Kya farak padta hai? So I was just getting ready to come as Ganesh for you. When you suddenly said Ram. Then I said, take Ram ji I started, decided to come as Ram to, for you. But then you changed. You said Krishna. I said, Okay, fine. I'll change. I'll come as Krishna for you. How does it matter? All is one. And then suddenly, you said Vishnu or you said Durga. I said, bhai, to change an attire, it takes time. By the time you drowned, you could not even hold your breath for four minutes and you are here. So, is wrong? Who is wrong? Are the people who are looking down at Sanatan Dharma wrong? Or the Sanatan Dharmis are wrong? It's a very prominent question here. Yeah. Don't we do that in our daily lives? Aaj, Shitlamata ki puja, because of so and so that she'll give us. Aaj, Uski puja, because of so and so. Ridraj, Sikh, the devotion. And we want to take this, God has this power, we'll take this. This God has this power, we'll take this. We are beggars, right? Because we know that, okay, he can give us this, he can give us this, he can give us this. We want to go here, 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 there. Not knowing that the beauty of Sanatana Dharma is everybody can experience the Lord the way he wants. If you like Devi, that divine will take a Devi form for you. There is no rigidity whatsoever because no two people can be alike. If I say this is the only path, I kill experience. So they said, no, many paths. But what we have done is, in that unity, we created the diversity and we said, this is greater than this, this is greater than this, for this you have to worship this, for you this you have to worship that. Yes, we do for Ganapati. Then we do for Devi. Why are you doing the puja for Ganapati? Tell me. Why do we do? To
2: avoid all
0: the vignas. To save us from the vignas. So that is Rajsik devotion. We are asking, we are praying to him, not for praying to him, not for the love of Ganapati. God, I am praying to you today so that you take away all my vignas. Because Ganapati is known, somebody saw him as Ganapati. That divine bliss. And He said, He is everything. He takes away my bhignas. He is this. And we say, no. It is our desire because He will give us this. Then why do we pray for devis? They give us something, right? <coughs> falashruti. Yes. Why? Every time, Falashruti, Falashruti. If we pray to this God, this will happen. If we pray to this God, this will happen. Every person had an experience. That divine bliss were worshipped in that manner. Nobody is right and wrong. Again, that is one. Again, you are trying to say this is right, this is wrong. No.
3: Basically, don't be judgmental.
0: Except that one is being worshipped in many ways. Everything is but God, isn't it? So, Ganpati has that divine spark also. Ram has that divine spark also. You have that divine spark also. Where is the duality? Ganpati is not real? Of course he's real. You are not real? Of course you are real. But what we do is, <coughs> this is different from this, this is different from this, this is different from this. We make boundaries. We have divided that one into so many that we don't have any explanation to give to people. And most of the time, we have made those divisions Because we will get this from this God, we will get this from this God, we will get this from this God. Iskele, we will pray to every God to get this, 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 this. Where is the praying for love happening? Pray to Him. You love Ganpati, pray to Him with all. I love you, that's why I am praying to you. You, the Divine, is standing in front of me in the form of Ganpati today. The Divine is standing in front of me in the form of Ram today. That divine is standing in front of me in form of Purvaja today. Pray. Think about it. It is very deep. And it is very but huh? we ask anything. Ask anything?
2: one spark.
0: And I remember this question when we were discussing, you had said is so Vishnu is the greatest. Remember? One of the sessions. What is the greatest? When there is only one, when there are two, one is bigger than the other. When there is only one, who is the greatest? Everybody has just made a patti and put. Tomorrow you can form another image of that divine law. But that divine will remain this same. The beauty of Sanatana Dharma became the derogatory element of that beautiful Dharma. A dharma without any boundaries and rigidity was divided into you know, so many boundaries and rigidities.
3: It's like in that movie PK, he keeps a stone and he puts some coins, and then all the students come and put the coins, you remember? Yeah. For the
0: examination. The examination. But it's the beauty of Sanatan Dharma you know? is there is God in that stone also. It is meant to unite. All this diversity is meant to unite, saying everything is right. Have faith. That's how but what we have done is, <laughs> only this is right. This is bigger than that. This is bigger than that. And we have cut it off. But that's
2: what, from your first class, hmm. faith is the only thing that...
0: Uh, faith in whom? The faith in the one
2: divine.
0: Yeah, only faith one. in that divine.
2: But that's true, even in Ramayana, uh, you won't like, all the time you were talking about Ram, but you are talking about faith. Yes. That's the, yes. That's the only... No so, anywhere,
0: that. somewhere, we have to understand what Sanatan Dharma is. If we don't understand what Sanatan Dharma is, how will we explain it to anybody else? Our practices, which are so divine, look so shallow. Think about it. Very ascension. And are we so shallow? Are we beggars? Wherever benefit, we'll turn there. No. The beauty is wherever I see, every form I see God, I turn everywhere because of love. Not to get from different, different forms. See, the beauty and the love. It's very essential. So now, Kapil Muni is also trying to tell us, that though Purusha, Prakriti, they seem two, they are one. Though all the twenty-four Tattvas which I have described, they seem different, they are just one. Though I am saying Purusha, Prakriti, no, they are one. There is no two. If you take a rose, for instance, and you smell it, your nose will say it is such a sweet-smelling flower. Right? Your eyes will say it is red in colour or whatever, pink in colour depending on the rose. When you feel it, your skin will say it is so soft. Is the rose different? Is there only one rose? Or because every sense is describing it in a different way, it is different. There are multiple roses. There is one rose, right? But every sense is giving a different description of that same rose. That is... Where we say, when you're just a person closes his eyes and smells, is it sweet? And then he'll say, yes, it is sweet. Then a person will touch, it is so soft, yes, it is so soft. So is sweetness not its attribute? Is softness not him? The rose? No, right? It's the same rose, which is being experienced in different ways. And that is what Sanatan Dharma talks about. Take a rose and feel it, every sense. When it is dry, it is still a rose. Your eye knows, but it is dry. When you crush it, the crrr sound will come. Is it not the rose? It is the rose. But different situations, different experience are giving a different name, different attribute to the same rose. So Kapilamuni is telling his mother that although I've tried to explain everything in so many diverse ways, there is one and from it we see all this beauty around us. Nothing is anything but God. Our oh, his mother is listening very carefully. Beauty is in it. and But the problem is we understand everything. As we said last time we cannot cut the tie. We find it difficult to cut the tie. We find it difficult to get the intensity. When she was, when he was talking about such beauty and oneness and the intensity was not coming, he said, listen, mother, do you know, right now you're holding on to me? Do you know that love in this world, material world is only utility based? Slowly, the children for whom you were the world will leave you and go. They'll have a boyfriend, they'll have a husband. And that same child could not spend a minute without you. So, as things, even in this life, the love that you are getting from your children is temporary. It will vary, it will fade away gradually. Today you are the center of the world, tomorrow you won't be. And after a little while, you will become not only, you won't only exist, you will become a burden. And then you'll go. That is the truth whether you like it or not. I think that is the truth for everybody's life. The utility fades. The love fades. Love changes. Your attraction, attention changes. So if you think, no, mine. Even in this birth, it is not yours. So you can see the transition happening even in this birth. Look at your own life and you'll see how the transition happens. And he said, if you still don't understand, if you spend all your life just tending to your loved ones and not leaving that I and mine, you know what will happen, he says, there are various paths through which you depart. There is this bright path which you depart from higher up and there is this dark path which you depart from. Depending on how you see the world. Now, if you are totally attached to only your family, I and mine, my family, my responsibility, my things, that is it. You create a boundary around you and say, okay, that ritual merits, uh, uh, religious merits, you do. Why do you do the religious merits? To get something. I pray to Ganesha to get something. I pray to this to get something. I do Lakshmi Puja to get money. I do everything. So religious merits you are doing. You will do Anna, for the Anna also you will give to your children, you'll do everything. But to get something. And then you will spend all your life to amass wealth. Don't we do that? Entire life gone only to get wealth. And then with that wealth what do we do? Sensuous enjoyments. You have so much of money. You don't know what to do with yourself. Let's go to Switzerland. This vacation. Let's go to this place. This vacation. Let's go to that place. This vacation. Sad. You are always, because you have wealth, now you'll use that wealth, right? Wealth is a headache of how do you deposit it, how do you save it, how do you, which fund do you put it in, how do you use it? So, the person who spends the entire life doing only these three things, religious merit, sensuous enjoyment, wealth carnation, and the circle goes on. Why do you pray? To get wealth. When you get wealth, You spend on yourself. When you spend on yourself, you want to get more wealth. When you want to get more wealth, you pray to God for that. When you are in that vicious circle of these three things, that person will pray even to the Pitras to help him. You know, the worship happens. You pray to God to help him. So when you are praying to such things, you exit from the dark path. You exit from the dark path. You might say, no, I have not done anything bad to anybody. But then we will say that if you have not done anything bad to anybody, that is what is expected of a human. You are an average human being if you have not done anything bad to anybody. Come and tell me how much good you have done for others who are not related to you by body and eye and mind. That is your punya. So you descend (coughs) to the dark path you go to that lower, lower seven realms there are upper seven realms and lower seven realms you stay there maybe with the pitras or whatever and whatever little bit you have when it gets exhausted again you enter the womb you suffer in the womb and that also you do not know which you human race is very rare huh? human birth you might not take also you will go into a worm there was a worm they say you know and a, he was born as a worm and you won't even realize it because worm likes to be in that cow dung right so one friend, he was a human and he realized, this was my friend. Now he is born as a worm. Let me take him out. But that he did not know. He said, no, this is what gives me pleasure. He goes deeper into that dung." So we won't even know. We'll be worms, we'll be different births. We'll suffer in the womb, suffer afterwards. And we'll enjoy being a worm in that filth. We'll enjoy being a pig in that filth. Not knowing. But who knows, suffers. What's kya name of Right? So you exit to the dark path, you suffer in the womb, you come again, you go to the entire cycle of diminishing love and utility and then when you're thrown out of the heart, not of the house many times. Nowadays people throw them out of the house also, but that's a different story. But then, he said, Mother, this is okay. This is the dark path. But there are certain who worship God. They'll say, I'll worship Brahma. He is the creator. He is this. He is that. So when you take a division and you start worshipping it, knowing that it is Him, then you exit. And okay, you go to the higher realms. Okay? You go to the Satya Lok maybe. You go to the other Lokas. You stay there. You enjoy whatever tap you have done. And then what happens? During final dissolution, when the two nights or you know, the day and night of Brahma is over, you merge into Him again. And then again he merges into me. Then again you are taken out as rishis and all and then you go through the cycle again up there in the lokas. So that is also a mundane existence. Again the cycle starts, again the cycle starts. Probably you are not suffering in the womb because you are better. But again the same thing is happening. So Devuti says then what? What is the bright path? Bright path is worshipping me as that divine bliss. Knowing that I am everything. Everyone is me and I am everything. There is nothing beyond me. When you get me, that divine bliss, knowing everything as that one divine bliss. And loving that divine bliss beyond anything. Knowing that everything has come out from Him. Everything is Him. When you are so pure that you see God in everything. But
2: we need some form.
0: Yes. You take a form now. Nobody is taking away that form from you. But you know that in that Ram form only, that divine bliss is there na. Even in that Krishna form, that divine bliss is shining. Even if I decide to worship her tomorrow, only that divine bliss is shining. There is nothing beyond Him. That same thing is shining in everybody.
3: So, but this is again, I
0: mean,
3: I'm not contradicting, but uh, my perception. Like she said, you need a form. You don't really need a form. Why do you need a form? You don't need a form. You can still pray, right? You can have faith and pray. Why do you need a
0: form? We need a form to stabilize our mind. It's
3: not required. This is again a perception which is put in us since childhood that you Uh, pray to this, you pray to this, you pray to this. Muslims, they don't have a form.
0: They have a form. They don't. They turn their face towards the Kaaba and they worship because they want to maintain it. And Islam does no, not have a form, there is a, a different direction. thing. They don't have a form, they have a direction. They don't uh, have idol
3: worship, you know. So it's, it's, it's not about having a form, it's about having the faith. It's no. inside.
0: Now, Islam is a Muhammadji propagated that religion as a person. When he talks about Muhammad, He had moved beyond the forms gradually. Okay. So that is what they say. Okay, there is no form. But how many are true Muslims? How many have reached that level to be actually? How many have actually reached that level to worship without a form? That is again, Muhammad ji put it. And they said without a form. No, he said, okay, because he had reached that level. That does not mean that you do not need to start from A, B, C, D. Nobody needs to be ridiculed. Nothing is unnecessary in our scriptures yes,
3: that's, so but step by, by step idea, these, each is exactly like what you're saying you know each yeah. person puts their concept that this is my concept Yes, there are people who believe it follow that believe this, but follow is
0: that. form not required? Yes, form is required because. No, because we think two-dimensional. Because we think in name and forms. So to get you, first you start from kindergarten, right? Gradually you move up. Maybe in your previous birth, your journey is already there. So then you don't need a form. But maybe somebody's journey is still beginning. So yes, why not? If that form helps you focus, why not? And form is essential. When you say form, because you say everything has the same divine bliss. So how, we, how can we negate any form? How can we negate any stone? How can we negate any leaf? How can we negate anything? So if that form helps you connect, that form is divine. Take any form you like. It is not that a person who is worshipping with form is inferior to the person who is worshipping no, without I'm form. I am not saying that. I am not saying
3: that it is inferior. I'm but... It can be done either way. Everybody is right in their own
0: way. Enver, in their own way. Because Rishabh Dev, when we looked at Karban, uh, Kardamma Muni, he saw Kapil Dev as that Sakar form. Right? But he took around around him and he went away in the search of that Nirakar which he knew dwells in everybody and he's is there in me also. In finding the self, he found that. In finding that, you find the self. So whatever suits you, whatever makes you pure, the only benchmark today is form or no form is a debate where nobody will win.
3: Exactly.
0: But Mohammed could connect without a form. But again, Meera connected to the Krishna form.
2: Also, we, uh, it is all how we learn, right? Uh, yeah. as, as children, we have, at least me, I talk about myself, I've always seen. Some, uh, all the people praying to a vigra yeah. or a murti mm-hmm. or something. So uh, it's very difficult for me to see that nirakar form. And yes, that's so, why I'm here to understand. Like uh, I still have to close my eyes and imagine a earth and a universe and a galaxy to then uh, say, okay, there is God. But if if I was already if I was listening to you from the beginning, then it's not difficult for me to
0: associate with a formless uh, existence. But, or a uh, how many of you know Lokmanya Tilak? Oh, of course. We know. Yes. Now, this is a children's story. He was sitting and one mother said, let's come and pray. <clears throat> and he said, no, I don't want to pray because Lokmanya Tilakchi does not pray. Now, Lokmanya Tilakchi was his guest and he was sitting there and he came, he heard, he came in and he said, why do you think Why shouldn't you pray? Of course you should pray. Go and pray. What makes you think that I don't pray? And I don't pray to a form. He took them out. He took that child out. And he saw, you see those people, thousands and thousands of them walking. I pray to all of them. I am their servant. This form and formless, whatever suits you, because everything is him. And everything it's nothing but him. So this is a debate. The minute you hold on to it, it gives you rigidity.
2: And also it is a very big uh, you know, relevant thing for today is that we as people need to learn
3: secularism. Exactly. Learn it.
2: While it has to be, it, like you talk about, as easily you talk about Ram, same way you talk about Jesus, same way you talk about Muhammad, or Allah. They are there, like we believe in the divinity. Yes. So that is, I feel, we as children, now we as adults, have to learn to be
1: secular. But,
3: but that's, that's again on no, upbringing, right? Yeah.
2: That's so, again how
3: we. been That's your foundation. Exactly.
0: So, so no, again, no. as Auntie said, Gurukuls are so important. It, yeah. I, I completely
3: believe. Yeah,
1: discuss, discuss. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let <laughs> yeah. no that this generation. So when it came, it came <laughs> every time I come.
0: I feel like you know, something very nice, uh, I see the Hanumanji, so I like it,
3: I don't know, maybe I, I'm grown
0: up like that. Oh, uh. no, why not? No, I is, love is Hanumanji. Hanuman is my now, no, 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 can anybody I say, if say, say if all that is the thing, can anybody say Hanumanji is not there?
1: No, if Hanumanji to... is
0: not there, that means I am also not real.
1: Yeah, exactly. So,
0: the thing is, we are not saying, this is not God, all we are saying is everything is gone. Ram, is as, Ram walked the earth, he was gone, because he had the divinity in him. The purer you become, you connect to nature, isn't it? You start becoming one with nature. And then you have those, all those Nriddi, Siddhis, very easily they come, why? It is not there? No. Till the wave thinks, it is a wave. It does not know the power of itself, but it is a part of the ocean. So is every other wave. So, if you can connect mm-hmm. to that divinity through that form, what is wrong?
3: I mean, you do what works for you.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you that is what works works we are trying to say. The beauty of Sanatan Dharma is the unity in that diversity. Everything is right. Because there is one which is being seen in so many. So, he explained this to his mother. And when she heard of the diminishing utility of the suffering in the womb of that maya of eye and mind, which she could not resist ki mera beta, mera ghar, mera pati, he went on to say one very deep thought he said nobody is yours you think that this girl is your daughter but last birth who was your daughter do you know Today, you know that this is my husband. Last birth, who was your husband? Do you know? And you've taken so many multiple births. As per Sanatan Dharma, many, many births have been taken. And every birth, there is a new permutation and combination, depending on the need of that soul. So, do you know? Ekto, you're departing from different, different paths, and then you're holding on to I and mine. This is mine. See, just imagine that you're sitting on a train. Okay? Your soul is your body. When you sit on the train, just imagine that seat is your body and the soul is sitting on it. The co passengers, maybe of current family, is there. Your daughter, your husband, and your, your I and mine are sitting in that compartment. So that soul gets into the train, it has co passengers. And the journey is very small. This life that we think is so big has hardly a second's journey. So that soul sits. Now, if that soul decides to say, this is mine, this is mine. The next soul sitting, no, no, no. The seat, you know, seat as a body and says, no, this is mine. When the stop comes, the passenger gets down and goes, right? When you're sitting on a train, you get into the train. When the stop comes, the passenger goes. A new passenger comes. Then the passenger goes, a new passenger comes. So where is that I and mine? This birth, this is your daughter. Last birth, who knows? Next birth, who knows? Just imagine a friend who had probably died for you in her last birth to save your life. Could be standing in front of you and you could be hating her so much. Not knowing who she was in her last birth for you mother nurtures, isn't it? We respect our mother. Right? We love her. She feeds us. Probably you are sitting in a car this birth and your mother from last birth is standing in front of that car as a beggar and you refuse to even give her one piece of bread. That lady who in your last birth had fed you with so much of love and care. Today even a bread in this birth because you don't know. For you this is my mother. And you refuse it. And that father who shelters you, who gives you everything, you know, dear, right? Your father has groomed you, he's given your house a roof over your head. Probably in your next birth, you kick him out. Why? Because you don't know it's your father, right? From the previous birth. It is just a dog, a stray dog, which is trying to enter your house and you show it away. And just imagine a child. We are all mothers, right? How precious are our children for us? True. Not our fault. Again. But even if it is not our fault, can we do something towards correcting it? Just imagine, okay? Whenever the duality starts coming in your mind, look at your child. You love your children, right? A mother, for a mother, there's nothing beyond one's child. Mera bacha sabsi sundar. Mera bacha sabse My child, my child. Oh my God. The amount of drama that goes around that child. Mera beta. And our child. And just imagine, this birth, I've pampered and loved and nurtured so much. Next birth, I'm just walking on the road and a flower has fallen on the floor. Unknowingly, I just crush it and walk away. Are, that was my child in the last birth, whom I had pampered, whom I had protected. I did not feel any hurt when I crushed it today and walked away. Just imagine. Think when you're just looking at the flower, kya mira in my last birth. When you're just hitting an animal, was it my father? Or was it my husband? Or did that lady who I'm gossiping and bitching about so much sacrifice her own life for me? Who knows? We can easily say, not our fault, right? What do we know? But we know, if we have taken so many births, each and everybody is connected to us. Today, if I tell you, everything is God, everything is God, everything is God, you can't visualize it at all. That was happening to Devuti. She could not visualize the fact that everything is God, everything is God, everything is God, everyone is God, everyone is God. God is distant. God is not near us, right? Everything must be God. Big deal. Now, let's change the perspective today. Everything is mine. Every birth, every body, every tree, every flower, every animal was my child, was my brother, was my father, was my husband. Just because I don't know it today. But I know. I know that ignorance is not there in me. You can say not my fault and decide to stay in Brahm. But you have that knowledge. Everything is mine. For all you know, look at people and say, This could be my child in the last birth, maybe 100 births before, this was my child. Will you change with that thought? Because God, when we say He's God, but when I say, In the previous birth, maybe she was my daughter, when compassion and love come, everything was mine, everything is mine, everything I was connected to. That flower which I'm crushing, probably remembered that I was her mother in the last birth. And she just came to greet me and I crushed it and went. Maybe the dog had the memory that I was her child, his child, and I kicked him off. When I say everything is gone, everything is nothing but gone, everybody is gone. Nothing happens inside, right? It does not. But when I say everything is mine, everything is my mother, everything is my daughter, everything is my child, something flips. If that is the equation of things, can you still let yourself be deluded saying, it is not my fault? Can you? Can you? Is it right? If that was my daughter, which I crushed just now, was it right? Is it not my fault? Of course it is my fault because I know. I am love. I am Anand. Everything is mine. And everything that is mine, I'm supposed to love. So can we still be in ignorance? Can we let ourselves still be in delusion? And can we still exist in that small cocoon of I and mine, which is your current family, which is only there for this train journey. You get up and you walk. Next birth, another cocoon. Next birth, another cocoon. Knowing this, can you be so heartless to still have that I and mine division around you? Can you be so thoughtless when we talk about Gautam Buddha, or we talk about Mahatma Gandhi and we curse them, saying, see, he left his child, he left his wife, Mahatma Gandhi ne azadi diladi to kya ho gaya. His children suffered. But those great people knew that everything is mine. They are all my children, they are all my relatives. Buddha said, this is my aur patni patni? I promise I'll come back to you. But what about enlightening everybody who must, once upon a time, my child, once upon a time, my wife, once upon a time, my brother. Our small outlook of that cocoon of I and mine, we curse those people. Their big outlook of the world is mine. Everything is mine. Then compassion starts flowing. Then even a tiger comes and sits calmly in front of a saint. Because in the heart he knows, are we? we are related. A snake comes and touches the feet. But uh,
2: so, uh, this is snake
0: our... Our us. humans say Snake and tiger, leave them alone. <laughs> Let's work with the humans first.
2: Yeah, humans. Uh,
0: huh? Tell me Barkha, something. <laughs> Does it say?
2: in uh, it's a very random thing huh. that there are some limited amount you know mm.
0: like in Bhagavatam let's mm. say, we'll say that only rebirths keep happening so uh, the souls are created only like limited numbers and then you know nothing person. mentioned so far it all depends on his will creation avatars so, n- every time there will be a ram avatar in treta there will be a Krishna avatar it in Dwaparyo.
2: Uh,
0: it can be Mr. as per his wish.
2: His, as Mr. per Mr. his Mr. wish. Mr. Then why do we say seven births?
0: and I have not come across that We're so far percent, no, no. in three years. Neither if I come across, uh, then we will analyze it. You not
1: mentioned X number of souls are there. Hmm. Yes. We not not mentioned, auntie. Uh, countless. Countless. And... See if you look at the current world, this much population. Human population was not there earlier. earlier. Now we say in India population is very high. Growing. Because but in Bhagavad it there is an answer for that. Yeah. Maybe all this human birth what you see were in some other form. Yeah. That's that's what like I am In some other birth, whatever. Yeah. They are getting extinct. Birds or or, yeah. yeah. or insect form yeah. or animals form. You know. Maybe Now mm. they all have been evolved to humans. The human, world. if you look at that it's good, you know, there are more humans now, less of low evolved
0: mm-hmm. soul, species, you yeah.
1: So uh, what roughly Bhagavatam says is, there is no X number of souls, you know, uh, it is there, uh, more can come or less can, it can be because many can merge also, mm-hmm. many can emit also from that, it's possible. Mm-hmm. But roughly we can say that these all are the numbers are changing.
0: Continuously.
1: The, the human, mm. some tsunami will come and wash away mm. all the human. Mm. What, what will happen to those souls? You know, the number keeps yeah. switching from evolution to evolution. That's it. It's but all. Almost the same number remains. remains. That's what, that, thank you. That's,
0: that's exactly well. what's happening. It is all
1: his will. See, in this house, mm. now how many human souls are there? Yeah. She and her family, four. Mm. This mm. And there could be many other like ants and all, you
0: mm-hmm. know. Various souls. Later on,
1: mm-hmm. you know, when she moves out, mm-hmm. maybe only two souls will be there. Two people will be there. But the number, just I'm talking about the whole world into mm-hmm. a small world. Okay. Maybe the animal, like ants and all, may increase mm-hmm. just to balance the number. This is what is happening in the creation.
0: The form changes. Form changes. So it is basically, as auntie said, Tsunami and come. It's his will. See, everything is happening in his dream. You cannot so justify. The ants
1: it. are not disturbed, you know. Yeah. You know we, actually, we feel them. You know, in yes. we put the column in yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. Actually, that is the food for the ants. Yeah.
0: Many, Many elevated souls are very they careful. When they are walking, when they are talking, everything, they are careful, knowing that it is all the same. It is all mine. You know, if we cannot visualize as. All the same, all divine, no, it is all mine. How can I hurt anything? These elevated cells. They feed everything. Jopi karna hai, you are always. And that is what is being preached. That is what is being taught. This
2: movie, have you seen? Lincoln? The new one, the Lincoln that has. Not no. the new one? I think three, four years ago. So, um, so, what Gandhiji has gone through, what all our freedom fighters and you, uh, Lincoln <coughs> himself. So, this thing of. Uh, they never realize that it is about me and my immediate family. Uh, it's so beautifully projected in that movie, again very powerful I think that's a new one then. Lincoln, I think 4-5 years back it's come. Amazing movie. I mean, you can talk about in the same light you see Gandhi ji, in the same light you see uh, Sardar Patel, you know, Bahadur uh, Shastri ji. And same, um, they are, it just doesn't matter, like we uh, see, oh. This is such a bad suffering. Oh, he has to go through. But uh, for them, it was like... Uh, the greater good in mind. It's like how you do your normal course. It's a very powerful movie again. If you get time... You can
0: because these souls, probably yeah. they were had that journey. Now when Devuti is listening to all this, <coughs> after all this knowledge has been parted, everything has been said in so many words. Kapil Muni says, My work is done, now I am going. They say he is still meditating for the greater good even now. And Devuti when she saw her son going, in spite of all that knowledge which he has imparted to her, she started crying. She cried and she was so upset and she just walked away from her space, beautiful aerial craft which she was sitting in and taking all this knowledge. She said it is useless. She just left everything. She walked away. She went to that small hermitage where her husband used to sit and do tap, and she would serve him. Again, her tears knew no solace. She used to cry and cry and cry. And then suddenly, she said, what am I doing? The knowledge that my son, that divine Bhagwan, gave me, I have to implement it. And she sat down. And tap. She sat down. And she sat down. Was it easy for her to sit down? We know everything now. For once, today the essential element was that everything is mine. Whatever I touch could have been my daughter in the last birth or in many births before. And probably that element might know that I am her mother. With this knowledge, what do I do? We can just go out and forget about it and live our normal lives. Brahm, this is my cocooning. No. What these great souls, even Devoti, did was, all my knowledge is in place. I know the real from the unreal. I know the temporary from the permanent. I know that what is right from what is not. I know what has to be done. I know what my behavior has to be. I know how I have to proceed further. Knowing today that my child is being hungry. One of my children in my previous birth are sleeping hungry in the refugee camp. Will I be able to eat? No, of course not. My children could be hungry. They could have been my children. And I am eating. But what do you do with this knowledge? You let it disturb you? And then take away your peace of mind, no. You start implementing it. And that is where practice comes in place. Now there is nothing. Once you say everything is mine, everything is my child, nothing is a cocoon. You want to break that cocoon of iron mind, won't you? How do you break that cocoon of iron mind? It's easy? No. We cannot say that we can break that cocoon by just talking. You have to sit and work towards it. Many sages, these great souls, they have given us a benchmark that minimum for any sadhana to become effortless, it requires 10,000 to 15,000 hours of practice. 10,000 to 15,000 for a thought. Suppose compassion to come into you. You want to get the 10,000 to 15,000 hours to make compassion effortless. To make an element effortless, you have to be constantly at it. Suppose you want to meditate, 10,000 to 15,000 hours to make that meditation effortless. To make that japa effortless. Till those 10,000 to 15,000 hours happen, you are still struggling. You are still forcing yourself. You think it is easy to do sadhana. It is easy to do tapa. It is easy to discard things. It is easy to let go. No. It is practice. And at that time, your mind roars. Because it gets agitated. Why are you leaving this? You say, no. No matter what, I won't take this. You can roar. You can dance. You can do whatever you want. There is no suffering in sadhana. Of course there is suffering in sadhana. You think it is easy? They say... Aak ka hai or dupe ke jana hai. That determination they have. Okay, I know this fact, everything is mine. I can say it is not my fault, or I can say no, I can make a difference. But for that, not casual tap. See, what happens mostly is most of the people don't want to do that practice. You know, 10,000, 15,000 hours of tap. Kit me hai. Itte mein you can count the true enlightened souls. Why? Because nobody, it's easy to read, it is easy to speak, it is easy to probably preach. But to understand, experience, implement, it requires tapa. And if you think it is not necessary, it will happen over time, it does not happen over time to anybody. And the two mistakes that most people make is most don't embark on that journey. We to not hoga. So, it's okay. And most worst thing is, you embark on that journey. Ki, I know, knowing that everything is mine, knowing that everything can be my daughter, I cannot live like this. I have to make a change. When you embark off that journey, the second biggest mistake people do is they walk halfway and they turn back. They are not true sadaks. Your entire being has to be absorbed in your tapa. It is not a side thing.. <laughs> see na, the problem is we
2: have actually
0: become we have actually pehle na, pehle you never use pesticides and all you would use Haldi, you would use yeah, Nama. But what do you Because that concept of mine is not there, na? Yeah. we are okay to kill. Knowing that once, so we think that the life of an ant is not important as my life. Assuming that ant was not my daughter, you just kill. But before they would not kill anything, they would just... Because, see, for me, for why me? am I using this example of a daughter or a son? For any mother, there is nothing beyond...
1: We buy cockroach killer. Anam yeah, that, that, that was yeah. my question. <laughs> yeah.
0: if,
3: if not the cockroach killer, that mosquito thing everybody does. Yeah. India. Yeah. Man. No,
1: like, it was not there. it was, it was not, not there. My like, mother and grandmother never to have the killer. You no? used Agarbatti. Killer mm-hmm. No, Now I have stopped getting this pesticide.
0: Right. Like, no, pura vana vana kiya hai. All three of them are against me. They are shouting, we have ants because mama doesn't want pesticide
2: find natural remedies
0: no, there are uh, but,
2: so, but what do you do about your house is clean but you have roaches coming from
0: my neighbor's house then what do you <laughs> do you have to spray it at the door no no we are so, see, to we can prevent no how we can prevent, prevent. Yeah. see how do you prevent see you solution uh, suppose that roach you knew that roach is my daughter will you kill it <laughs> really i'm why i'm using this terminology is because i wanted to get into you when i say everything is god you can for once kill it also but when i say everything is your daughter In some birth or the other, you have nurtured her. Will you be able to kill it? You will find a solution to it.
2: There is a... So, the thing is, it is... It's not about... I'm not saying I love cockroaches. I love ants. But, um, the thing is, um, you know, of course, I can't see them in my plate. There is a habitat for them. And that habitat suits them better. Mm -hmm. Now, my plate cannot be the habitat for the
0: cockroach. Mm -hmm.
2: So, what happens is, Cockroach can, how
0: much ever you spray, it will not be killed. That's a fact. That's we'll do that. Just close the class with the pesticide thing okay. later. But, <laughs> see, the objective of this is not roaches yeah. and ants yeah. and all. It is your compassion to come and play. Yeah, at
2: least
0: to, to some extent we can do that. If not for... Yeah. Leave those roaches. Can abhi toh amara compassion to our relatives is also not complete. What we do is, that is what I, I always tell you. The minute you say... Be careful. You should not hold. The first, ma- first thing that goes is material things. Material things is very far. Stop holding negative thoughts. It is very subtle. It has to start from within. When we are talking about compassion, we directly go to roaches. Nurture it here. And it will come to tapa. From tapa. Even compassion is not complete for our relatives, not complete for people who are living in our neighborhood. Compassion is not there for anything. Humans compassion. <laughs> work towards the humanity, work towards your close habitat. But that is a tapa. When you consciously focus your mind on something. So the thing is, we give ourselves a distant goal and say it's not possible. There are many other things which can do and when you start purifying yourself bit by bit, other things will fall in place. Work from within here. Are your thoughts compassionate? Is it there, the compassion within you? For everything? (coughs) Today there is no compassion. Two people are talking, two people are best of friends, but the true feeling inside is very negative. Mostly it happens. So, (laughs) Right now, what we do is we jump outside. That is the problem. When we say vigra Puja we can do without, we can't. Because we exist in name and forms. We exist in the things. We always jump out. We don't jump in. The cleansing has to happen here. The tapa has to happen here. No immediate change has to be made outside. Start by changing yourself. Inside. We jump out. And then because the target is so unreachable, we don't embark on that journey. And if we embark on that journey, we turn halfway. So Kapil Muni and Devuti, they realize, and all the sages realize, that this kind of sadhana, what sadhana we are talking about, is for the greater love for everybody. And that will not come by just walking around and leading your normal lives. It requires a dedicated time. It requires prayatna To be truthful also today, it is prayatna. Anything, probably you can, we all carry our phones, right? We cannot do without it. Take one thing that you will follow, no matter what. Maybe it could be truthfulness, maybe it could be compassion, maybe it could be dana, maybe it could be simple thing. One thing, just write it down and say, I will not sway by this, no matter what the situation be. That is the beginning of a tapa. That is the beginning of the journey and most people don't embark, very few enlightened souls make an effort, one may say most of them turn back because it is not easy. So if you think what they are talking about will come overnight, it won't. The knowledge does not lead to an experience. Implementing and practicing that knowledge, you'll get an experience and implementing and practicing is never easy. Your mind, your entire being is going to suffer. Your mind is going to revolt. Everything within, I'm not talking about anybody outside because it does not have to do with anybody outside. But you still stand by what you have decided. When you have decided, I'm not going to buy anything, no matter what, you don't buy anything. When you look at things, you say, wow, wow, wow. No, 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 no. You'll suffer, you'll feel bad, you'll feel agitated. It's normal. But keep walking. That is the. And that is what these sadhus do. Devuti sat down. Her meditation was so agitated. As if somebody was distracting her totally. All her mo and everything was saying. But she said, no, I am not going to move. Till my meditation becomes effortless. Because till that thing becomes effortless, your journey has not even started. When you are still forcing yourself to do something, your sadhana has not started. So she sat. Till it became effortless. It became so effortless that she lost sense of her own body the Afsaras and all that who were around her were feeding her. She lost that connection. She lost that more. She lost that illusion. And soon after, years and years of tap, she merged into that divine. Because Kapil said, "Idhar udhar mat bhat ko. Attach yourself to the divine. Yeah. While living, while our normal life, while we are healthy, if we don't, if we are unable to connect to, connect to that, that divine, in death we'll be able to connect. In uh, agony and sorrow will we be able to connect. So that effort has to be now when everything is okay. So that at the time of death, you go from that bright path not to the dark path. And Parekshat said, now how do I die? And then he realized if I have to die like that, how do I live? These two questions form Bhagavatam. And the journey of Bhagavatam is to surrender. And if every day it is not leading you closer to surrender, then there is something wrong. Somewhere. So if today we are taking something, it just has to be the awareness of the fact that everything at some point or the other was mine. and only not that visible daughter, son and husband is mine. My world is beyond this. My world is so big. Every child that cries now was my child once upon a time. If you can't connect to God, connect to the world, thinking that everything is your daughter or son.
1: That will help, I think. Yeah,
2: even at one point, difficult to feel like to have some relation with a dog or a stone or something but actually it makes life easier if we start loving or thinking that everything is mine because then it keeps you away from many other complicated thoughts yes so it is not that tough also to think that everything is mine and then like have your heart filled with so much love most and of passion. the time yeah. and yes yeah, that's true yeah
0: but it requires practice constant practice constant practice. Numbers are 10,000 to 15,000 hours of practice. Path is not, which will just happen. The path... Ubuntu. Ubuntu, what is the meaning? I forgot. Uh,
2: I am because we
0: are. I am because we are, but that will come only by practice. Compassion towards humanity. By talking. Compassion also comes with practice. Simple things. But they need practice. So the beauty is, a sage says, most people don't even depart on this path. And those who depart come back because it is Mm. so difficult. Because it is difficult. Nobody said this path is easy. You will have to fight against yourself so many times. The only thing for me which worked after I read this, that everything can be my daughter, something flipped. Till I said everything is gone, it was okay. The minute I said something, everything is gory for me. Everything could have been my gory. Something flipped in my heart. And when that flip happens, you can never go back. And for that, after that flip happens also, the journey is very far, because you need constant tapa, conscious tapa. They said, right? And this attitude, I don't know, this is my favorite verse. But we'll close the class. Sir Faroshi Kita Manna Abhamare Dilme hai. Dekana hai zourkita bazueka thilme degi to take you away from your path. It is right, Satan's everything will come to shake you up. But then you say up to Nikle Karse, up de king. That attitude, every sage, every freedom fighter, every Lincoln, everybody you're talking about, he walks with that faith. He does not care. Up, jo bhi ho Now I won't stop. Till you have that commitment. You will not reach anywhere. For thousands of lives. You can keep going from satsangs to satsang, Keep reading all that posted. Here and there. That experience will not come. Without practice. Many people say no. Oh my husband is as it is elevated. No. If. That kind of practice is not there. Nobody can be automatically elevated. Because elevated soul, if he was in the previous birth, he would not stop his practice today also towards the divine. So many a time, isn't it? No, we are already good. Your definition of good? And now the definition of good should have changed for you today. Sir Faroshi ki tamanna ab hamare dil mein hai. Dekhna hai zor kitna hai. वक्त आने पे बता देंगे तुझे है आसमा वक्त आने पे बता देंगे तुझे है आसमा क्या बताएं हम जुनूनी शोक किस मंजिल में है सर फरोशी की तमन्ना अब हमारे दिल में है उम्मीद की ना आज हम से छूट जाए मिलके देखें है जिने वो सपने भी ना रूठ जाए हौसले वो हौसले क्या हौसले वो हौसले क्या जो ستم سے ٹوٹ جائیں خوصلے وہ خوصلے کیا جو ستم سے ٹوٹ جائیں سرفروشی کی تمنا اب ہمارے دل میں ہے دیکھنا ہے زور کتنا ہے. this is what is needed for a spiritual sadha. Sing the bhajan. <clears throat> and when people say spirituality and materialism is separate, I again quote Mataji, build your life on that spiritual base. Your material life will automatically fall in place. राम का सुमेरन किया करो प्रभु के सहारे जिया करो जो दुनिया का मालिक है ना मुसीखा लिया करो राम का सुमेरन किया करो प्रभु के सहारे जिया करो जो दुनिया का मालिक है ना मुसीखा लिया करो राम का सुमेरण किया करो प्रभु के सहारे जिया करो जो दुनिया का मालिक है ना मुसी कालिया करो जो दुनिया का मालिक है ना मुसी कालिया करो सुरदुरलभ मानव तन तूने बड़े भाग्य से पाया है विषयों में फंस करके बंदे हीरा जन्म गवाया है सुरदुरलभ मानव तन तूने बड़े भाग्य से पाया है विषयों में फंस करके बंदे हीरा जन्म गवाया है दुष्ट संग ना किया करो सजनों से गुण करो दुष्ट संग ना किया करो सज्जनों से गुण लिया करो जो दुनिया का मालिक है नाम उसी का लिया करो जो दुनिया का मालिक है, नाम उसी का लिया करों। पता नहीं ये कब रुक जाए, चलते चलते स्वासा, एक शन में सब खतम हो जाए, जग का सभी तमाशा, पता नहीं ये कब रुक जाए, चलते चलते स्वासा, एक शन में सब खतम हो जाए, जग का सभी तमाशां। सुबह शाम जप किया करो, याद प्रभू को किया करो, जो दुनिया का मालिक है, नाम उसी का लिया करो। जो दुनिया का मालिक है नाम उसी लिया करो हर प्राणी से प्यार करो सब में वही समाया है हर प्राणी से प्यार करो सब में वही समाया है मिलकर रहना सब है अपने कोई नहीं पराया है मिल रहना सब है अपने कोई नहीं पराया है द्वेष भावना किया करो दुख ना किसी को दिया करो जो दुनिया का मालिक है ना उसी का लिया करो जो दुनिया का मालिक है नाम उसी का लिया करो सच्चा सुख है प्रभु भक्ति में बात न समझो झूठी सच्चा सुख है प्रभु भक्ति में बात ना समझो झूठी वही परम पद पाते हैं जो पीते नाम की घूटी ही। वहीँ परम बदपाति हैं जो, पीते नाम की गूटी ही, प्रभु नाम रस पिया करो, रागव दूर न किया करो, जो दुनिया का मालिक है, नाम उसी का लिया करो प्रभु नाम रस पिया करो, रागव दूर न किया करो, जो दुनिया का मालिक है नामु सी का लिया करो हरी का सुमिरन किया करो हर के सहारे जिया करो भक्ति से मिल जाए, जो तुम नामु सी का लिया करो हरी का सुमिरन किया करो Harike sahare jiya karo, bhakti se mil jaye jo tum, naam usi ka liya karo. Naam prabhu ka karo, prabhu karo, jo ka malik hai, naam usi karo jo duniya ka malik hai naam ka krishna shri krishna Govinda hare morare he not an array and Vasudeva. She Krishna go in the Hare Murari. He not an array and Vasudeva. She Krishna go in the Hare Murari. He not an array Vasudeva. He not an Om नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते नमो भगवते Jai Bolo Hanuman Ki Ram Lakshman Janaki Jai Bolo Hanuman Ki Ram Lakshman Janaki Jai Bolo Hanuman Ki Bajrang Bali Ki Jai Shri Hanuman My request is whether you read the other synopsis.